wherever you are watching us. This is our Sunday celebration service, and we are streaming live on Facebook at Van Life APS. You can also reach us on YouTube at bit.ly slash TV. And our audio version is also available on AudioMark, SoundCloud, as well as Apple iTunes. Once again, you are welcome to Violife Apostolic Ministry International. We are a Christian community that believes in raising sons for the kingdom of God and also releasing potentials to the world. Beloved, it is my privilege to come your way once again with an authentic and unadulterated word from God. And I believe that it will impart your life so much so that it will make you steadfast in this challenging moment. Wherever you are, you can kindly join me by lifting up your right hand as a sign of contact with the Holy Spirit, even as we make our faith declaration. I am a member of the household of faith. God has given me a measure of faith. I have the spirit of faith. Therefore, I will not speak doubt. I believe in the word of God. The word of God is near me. It is in my heart and it is in my mouth. Through the word of God, my faith is established. And through my faith, I will be victorious. Because one thing that I know is that my faith is what will give me victory. In the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, a child of God, I want you to pick your Bible and I want you to stand on your feet as a sign of giving reverence to the word of God. Even as we turn our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse number 15 to 18, and I'm reading from the King James Version, even as we read. I just want you to stand on your feet but as a sign of giving reverence to the, to the Word of God. And I read, if you are there, you can open your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. We are reading from verse number 15 to number 18. King James Version, that is my version I'm reading. I'm reading from the King James Version. And I read. For all things are for your sake, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. This is the part that I love the most. In fact, the whole sermon is going to center around this particular verse, the 17. It says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, it worketh for us a far exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen or the things which are happening, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Shall we close our eyes and have a word of prayer? Close your eyes wherever you are. Close your eyes. We are praying. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for choosing me as your vessel to communicate your word that will bring spiritual nourishment to your people. I ask that, O oh Lord, as empty as I am this morning, you will fill me with your grace. You will fill me with your power. You will fill me with your anointing. So that I will speak boldly and with authority. I ask that, Lord, you make me worthy by cleansing me and filling me with your spirit. I submit to your leadership so that you can use me in any way that will be pleasing to you. I choose to glorify you only and not to take any glory for myself. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, for guiding me with your special grace and power. I take victory in your mighty name. Even as I prayed, may the saints of the Lord respond by saying a big amen. Hallelujah. This morning, I will be sharing with you a message I have captioned. Your condition is not a conclusion. This morning, the title of my sermon, the title of my message to you is that your condition is not a conclusion. Your condition is not a conclusion. I don't know what you are going through, but one thing I can assure you is that anything you are going through even at this moment, it is just temporary. It is not a conclusion. It is not the full stop. It is just a temporary thing. And very soon, it's going to fizzle out in your life. One thing that I can, I can be sure about, child of God, is that God is always at work. We serve a God who is always at work. That is, whenever we come to a crossroad in our lives, whenever we face trials and tribulations of life, whenever we come to a point of not knowing what to do, we can always trust in this God. Listen to me, child of God. Life can be compared to a journey. And like any, any other journey, the road would not be smooth all along. The same way it happens in life. We will go through valley experiences. But the truth of the matter is this, that every valley experience that we will go through is part of life. They are not conclusion in themselves. Instead, they are a route to your promised land. And that is what David referred to in the book of Psalm, number 23. And he called it shadow. David said, even though, yet though, I will walk through the valley of shadow, of death. In other words, when we say something is a shadow, it is not real. It's not a reality. I don't know what you are facing at this particular moment. That may look like death unto you. But I came to tell you by the authority in the word of God uh, that whatever you are going through at this moment that seems like death unto you, the Bible said I should let you know that it is just a shadow. And a shadow cannot kill. A shadow cannot have any effect. I came to tell somebody that that challenge you are going through, it will fizzle out in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. When the Egyptians were chased, when the Israelites were chased by the Egyptians, they were chased to the Red Sea, and there was no way for them to go around it. But God made a way for them to cross. In the same manner, I came to tell somebody, no matter the situation that has come, God will always make a way. I came to announce to somebody that His grace and mercy will never fail us. I came to tell somebody, whatever struggle we are facing right now, it will last forever. I decree that the storm will pass and the sun will shine once again. Ah, somebody, you are not hearing me. But if you hear me, you can give me a witness. I want you to just tap a neighbor and tell the neighbor, whatever you are going through is just a temporary inconvenience. Tell that neighbor, what you are going through, tell him, neighbor, whatever you are going through is a temporary inconvenience. See, my friend, nobody can run away from trouble and problems. Nobody, none of us, nobody can run away from problems and troubles. There is no place on earth that you can run to and trouble will not find you. As a matter of fact, life is a matter of facing one trouble from one trouble to another. So anyone who is telling you that you can have a problem-free existence, I can assure you that that is a false hope that the person is giving to you. Because no one, including the righteous, is immune from trouble. Unfortunately, problems are, have no respect. Unfortunately, problems have no regard for anyone. Problems come anywhere and anyhow. Whether you invite them or not, they will come. 
There is no place where you can run to and trouble will not find you. A problem-free life is only available in one place, and that is the cemetery. Listen to me, brother. The Bible says that, ah, the scripture that we read, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 50, verse 18, says that, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, any affliction you are going through, any affliction that the world is going through, any affliction that Ghana is going through, it is but for a moment. It is just a temporary. It is not a conclusion. According to the, the scripture that we read, uh, it means that any talent we are going through, the affliction we are facing, is temporal. What is the meaning of the word temporal? If the, the, the Bible talks about temporal, then temporal means uh, for a while. So the challenge and the tribulation you are going through uh, is just for a while. It's just for a moment. In the twinkle of an eye, everything will turn around for your good uh, because no storm uh, remains forever. Every storm comes and expires. And I see you, your problems and your challenges, uh, they are expiring. Uh, even as I'm speaking under the unction of the Holy Spirit, uh, I see you coming out. Tell your neighbor, I am coming out. Tell your neighbor, it will just be for a season. Temporal means that whatever you are going through is for a season. Temporal means it is for a short while. Temporal means that it is something that will not last. Ah, it is something that will only last for a limited period of time. And God said uh, to do, God said in the scripture that we read, is that whatever we are going through is to do us good and bring us a better end. I came to tell somebody today that whatever you are going through, it will not last forever. I came to tell somebody that your storm will not last forever. I came to tell somebody that emotional battle isn't a conclusion. That, 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 that challenge that you are going through is not a conclusion. I came to tell somebody the financial struggle you are going through, it is not the conclusion. I came to tell somebody that sickness uh, is not the conclusion. I came to tell somebody the job that is making you miserable is not a conclusion. I came to tell somebody the problem that makes you crazy is not the conclusion. I came to tell somebody the pain of betrayal and deception is not a conclusion. It is temporary. Ah. I want, I want to tell you, I want you to tell the devil and his in-law that devil it doesn't matter. I may be crying today, but I will be smiling again in a little while. Tell the devil, devil, I may be broke today, but I have more than enough in a little while. I'm going to have more than enough in a little while. Tell the devil, hey, devil, even though I may be in pain today, but my healing is on its way. I want you to tell the devil, devil, even though I may be walking today, my car and my ride, they are on the way. I just want you to tell the devil, devil, whatever I am going through, it is just a temporary inconvenience. Just like the plumber have to turn off the water off and then fix your pipe. So is your situation. Until your plumber close the pipe, he cannot fix your problem. So whatever you are, you are going through, it is not just a water shortage. Ah, it is because uh, the plumber wants to fix your problem. Whatever you are going through, uh, Shut up the system so that God can work on you. You are a work in progress. God is working on your situation. Very soon, things are about to turn around just like your internet. Your internet service will get interrupted. Ah, the internet providers are working on the situation. They are preparing it for a better. Maybe they are upgrading you from a 3G to a 4G. Or maybe from a 4G to a 5G or a 6G. 
That is what God is doing about your situation. God has just interrupted in the flow. God has interrupted in your joy so that he can fix your problem so that it could be better than it used to be. I came to assure somebody, ah, just like your TV program goes off uh, and the people will tell you, please excuse us, we are experiencing a technical difficulty. Ah, the same way, the situation is not permanent. Your TV will come back again. Your life will bounce back again. It is not over because God says that uh, it's not yet over. Oh, oh, just like uh, uh, like uh, electric electricity company has shut down your life. Just because you are not able to pay your life, does not mean that you don't have electricity. Very soon, uh, God is about to make every payment on your behalf uh, and the lights will bounce back. Uh, I see somebody coming back. I see somebody bouncing back to your former place. I see somebody coming back to life. Uh, whatever you have gone through, whatever you are facing now, whatever you are facing and still facing uh, is just a temporary inconvenience. Tell your neighbor, this situation is just a temporary inconvenience. Uh, listen to me. In the scripture, Paul says something which I want us to take the scripture. Paul says that our light affliction, hey, Paul said, our light affliction, in other words, the affliction is just light. Whatever you are going through is light. God is about to make you a heavy weight so that your affliction will be light. So that anytime you give your affliction a blow, a heavy weight blow, it will fly away your affliction. I see God transforming you and making you a heavyweight champion. In the name of Jesus, Paul said, our affliction is, is for just our light affliction. And he said, it is but for a moment. A moment means tempera. A moment means it is not a far gone conclusion. A moment means that it is not yet over. I am speaking to somebody. You are hearing the sound of my voice. I am speaking today under the unction of the Holy Ghost. God said, I should tell you, uh, your situation is not so bad. Your doctor's report is not so bad. Ah, God has not yet concluded your case. If God has not ended your story, who is capable of ending your story? God has just begun your story. You are just at the chapter one. God is not yet finished. You are just at your genesis. Get ready. You are not just at your revelation. Because God is working through the scripture and the situation. To get you at your revelation, uh, the Bible says uh, in Psalm 34, verse 19. Let me read this text to you. Psalm 34, verse 19. Open your Bible. Psalm 34, verse 19 says that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Then there is a word there which I want to expound on it. That is the full column. It said, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. God will deliver you out of all the afflictions. Now, I want you to take a particular notice to the full column punctuation mark in the scripture. It is very, very important because if you don't understand the role that is playing in the scripture, you will not get the full understanding of the text and what I'm talking about. Listen to me, child of God. A colon punctuation mark in English grammar is used to separate, or a full colon in a full colon punctuation mark in English grammar is a mark that is used to separate two independent clauses. When the second one explains the first, in other words, the second statement after, the statement after the full column is explaining the first clause. Listen to me. If that is the case, the text is going to read something like this. The righteous has a deliverance assurance. The righteous man has a deliverance assurance from God. But that he will be delivered from any affliction. Nevertheless, he is not immune from any affliction. 
Somebody will say that, if I am a child of God, why should I go through affliction? I've told you already that the only place where you cannot suffer affliction is in the cemetery. And so somebody will, somebody, somebody, you, when you are going through this, you cannot say that, why am I a child of God and why is it that this thing is happening to me? Listen to me. The law says that it is for a while. It is just for a moment. Why? Because God wants to bring glory unto himself. Because he has given you the assurance. He has given you the assurance that you will be delivered from every affliction. So you are delivered. The fact that you are delivered from sin and affliction does not mean that you will not encounter them any longer on this earth. As long as we are on this earth, we are bound to suffer affliction. The afflictions will be many. But, but the, the, the good news is that the more the affliction, the more the deliverance. The more the affliction, the more the deliverance. I can assure you that the deliverance to the affliction is a ratio of two is to one. One affliction will encounter two deliverance. So you are always ahead of the affliction. That affliction will not kill you. That sickness will not kill you. Even though they have diagnosed you and they have given you, they, they, have, they have diagnosed you of a disease uh, that they have given it a name that is so draconious and dangerous. I am here to, to assure you that you have an insurance certificate. And God says that uh, you are ahead of that affliction. No affliction will be able to conquer you. Tell somebody and say, my situation will be over in a minute. I said, tell that friend of you who is viewing with you, tell that friend that my affliction, my problem, my sickness, my challenger, it will be over in a minute. Yes. Ha! Just like Job had troubles and pain, it was only for a nine-month period of his life. God gave him a double for his trouble. Paul said, our affliction, which is only for a moment, it works for us. Ah, there is a good reason for you to shout. It is working for me. He said your affliction is working for us. The affliction is working something for you. Your affliction is rather preparing something for you. That is why I said that it is a good news here and you need to rejoice. And you need to shout and say, it is working for me. Because even though the devil is hitting me, even though the devil is attacking me, even though the devil is attacking my body, even though the devil is lying on me, even though he's attacking my marriage, even though the devil is attacking my finances, even though he's attacking my mind, even though he's attacking my ministry, all that the devil is doing is going to work for me. It is going to work good for you. It doesn't matter what you are going through. Ah, maybe debt is, is, is overwhelming you. It, sometimes maybe you are having sleepless nights. Your children are going wayward. They are becoming stubborn. I am here to tell you that whatever you are going through, it will work for a good for you. In the name of Jesus, say, I hear you, sir. Say, in the name of Jesus, sir. I receive it, sir. Say, in the name of Jesus, sir. I am coming out. Say, in the name of Jesus, sir. It is going to work out for me. Listen to me. Somebody, you need to hear this today. I came to preach to somebody. I came to preach to you that it is going to work for you. Tell your neighbor it is good for you. Tell your neighbor the devil thought it is over for you. The devil thought he has finished with Jesus Christ. The devil thought he has ended the ministry of Jesus Christ. Little did the devil know that he had, the ministry of Jesus Christ has just begun. Ah, thank God Jesus resurrected. If he had not died, he would not resurrect. If he has not, he has not resurrected, we wouldn't have any hope. Thank God that the devil took Jesus onto the cross and took away our sins. It is working together for our good today. And that's why I am here to tell you that affliction, that challenge, Running your ministry down, those who are pulling you down, tell them and tell the devil and 
his mother-in-law that whatever they are doing, it will turn out and it will work for good for you. In Jesus' name. I came to preach to somebody. I said, I came to preach to you. I came to preach for you. Ah, I don't know who I'm talking to, but maybe ah, things are not working good for you. Maybe you are not feeling right. You are not feeling what I'm saying. You are not experiencing it in your life. You are not feeling what I say, Pastor, you are just talking and I'm not experiencing it in, in, in my life. It is not happening in my life right now yet. Ah, whether it is happening to you or not, you got to believe the Bible. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 28, it said, and we know that all things are work together for our good uh, to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Paul said, what we are going through worketh for us a far exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Somebody is getting ready to go from a feather weight to a heavy weight. Somebody is getting ready because your punches are going to carry some heavy weight. Somebody get ready because now your prayers are going to carry some heavy punches. Somebody get ready because now when you speak in the name of Jesus, it is going to carry some heavy weight. When you open your mouth and you start praising God, it is going to carry some heavy weight. Ah, somebody, you need to tell the devil, I am no longer a featherweight. I am now through the problem. I am a heavyweighter. I know how to pray now. I know how to sing now. I know how to praise now. I know how to stand. And I know the word of God now. I know how to rebuke the devil now. I know how to sing in the midnight hour. I know, I know how to fight. And I don't fight uh, as the one uh, who is just beating the air. I now know how to throw punches and I now know how they should land. Uh, Paul said, uh, why will look not at the things which are seen? Uh, touch me somebody and tell your neighbor. Uh, I said, don't be looking at that problem. Don't be looking at that challenge. Paul said, we, why we look not? In other words, we don't have to look. He said, we look not at the things that is happening. Ah, you don't need to focus on the challenge. You don't need to focus on the troubles. You don't need to focus on the circumstances. You don't need to focus on your sickness. Why? Because you need to, you, you have something that is far bigger than your problem. Look, as the Bible says, what does it mean to look? It poses that why we look not. What does it mean to look? To look means, to look means to consider. To look means to think on. To look means to contemplate. To look means to regard. It means to observe or to set your attention on. Ha! Come on, somebody. I came to preach. Yes, I know. <laughs> somebody tell the devil. Yes, I know. There are giants in the land, but I choose not to look at them. Tell the devil, I am not regarding them. I am not considering them. I am not observing the giant. Why? Because I am regarding. Because I am contemplating. Because I am considering. Because I am observing something else. the matter is that I am looking at the giant because I am, um, I am looking at the invincible. I am looking at the omnipotent. I am looking at the eternal God. I am looking at the Agiriba. I am looking at the almighty Jehovah. I am looking at the Jehovah who is a warrior. He is the one that I am looking at. I am not focusing on the giant. I am not turning my problem into a giant and my God to be a grasshopper. But I am turning my big problem. It's uh, a grasshopper and I'm making my God a giant. He's the one uh, I am focusing on. I'm focusing on the invincible. Church, what does it mean? When the Bible talks about the invisible, what does it mean? Invisible means, number one, the eternal, the never changing, the undeniable realities of the faith dimension. In other words, hey, devil, I've got my ass full of the word of God. I can't see sickness anymore. 
word of God. And all I can see is by his stripes, I am healed. Hey, devil, I cannot see me struggling through the wilderness of just enough anymore. All I can see is that my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think of. According to the power that works in me. Oh, why don't you <laughs> touch three people and tell them, I see something. I am seeing something. What do you see? Tell your neighbor, I see me blessed. I see me healed. I see my children saved. I see my children sanctified. I see my children filled with the Holy Ghost. I see my work being blessed by God. I see me in my new car. I see myself in my new house. Well, all right, if you cannot see, I don't care. I am not offended if you are not seen. You may not be seen, but I am seen right now. I can see myself in my new house. I can see myself in my new ministry. I can see God elevating me. I see it. And I see me uh, in my new anointing. I see me in my new glory. I see me in my new mercy. Excuse me for a minute, somebody. I've got something in my eyes that I need to focus on. And that's what I call the vision. It is called the eternal. It is called the vision. I can't help it uh, if I start acting crazy. I don't know. I may be acting crazy right now. And you may not understand. Why? Because I'm seeing something. It is what I'm seeing that is making me crazy. I know I am talking different. Somebody say, Pastor, why are you speaking differently today? Ah, I, might, I might not be making sense to you, but I am seeing something. It doesn't matter. If you don't understand what I'm saying, it doesn't matter because you are not seeing what I'm seeing. I am seeing myself in the next level. Yes, I am experiencing some technical difficulties. I may be experiencing uh, some challenges in my life. Uh, I may be experiencing some pain in my life. Uh, but the Bible says uh, it is not a temporary inconvenience. It is not a conclusion. Uh, the condition is there. But my condition is not my conclusion. Uh, you can take it otherwise. Uh, you can take your condition to be your conclusion. But for me, far be from it. Uh, my situation, my condition uh, is not my conclusion. Until my Lord says it is over, it is not yet over. I know, I know, I know it will all be over in a minute. I know it will all be over in just some couple of days. I know it will all be over in a jiffy. Ah, and I can make it because I have got the glimpse of the eternal. Ah, the things which are seen, they are temporal. The sickness I am seeing, it is temporal. The barrenness I'm seeing, it is temporal. Ah, the loss of job I am experiencing, it is temporal. That sickness is temporal. That failure is temporal. It is not the conclusion. It is not the eternal. And I came to make it because I came to tell somebody. I can make it because I've caught the glimpse of the eternal. The things which I have seen, they are temporal. The things I am experiencing is temporal. What does temporal mean? Let's also explore the word temporal. If the Bible talks about temporal, temporal means it's subject to change. Anything that is temporal is subject to change. So it means that if you are sick today, that sickness is subject to change. Are you understanding me? You may not have money in your pocket today, but that is not the far gone conclusion. That is not how you will be. It is subject to change. Your situation is subject to change. Maybe you are single. Maybe you are a spinster or a bachelor. But let me tell you, it is not the conclusion that you remain as you are. Your situation is about to change because the Bible said that you have seen it, so it is temporal. It is only the things you have never seen is permanent. Tell somebody, get ready for a change. I said, tell your neighbor, Get ready for a change. Ghana is about to change. It's a couple of days. Ah, the coronavirus will be the thing of the past. It will become a history. Something is about to change in the life of the church because God is about to shake the system. 
God is about to shake the foundations of the world. And God is about to rule and reign and take control. In the name of Jesus. Ah, start talking like you are where you want to be. Start talking about where you want to go. And stop looking at where you have been. Start declaring about what you want to become. And don't st and stop complaining and murmuring of what has happened to you. Focus on the future and not your past. You cannot do something about your past, but the future. You can still do something about the future. I came to tell somebody, you can make it through. I said you can make it through this temporary inconvenient situation. As long as you can see the eternal, as long as you can keep your eyes on the word of God, you can make it up. You can make it as long as you have faith in God. As long as you trust in the Lord. As long as you keep your eyes on the word of God, you can make it. I don't know what you may be going through today. But I stop here to tell you, somebody, whatever you are going through is not the conclusion. It is temporal. In the name of Jesus. That situation of yours, it is temporal. That condition of yours, it is temporal. It is temporal. It means it's subject to change. It is only God who doesn't change. Anything will change because God has the power and the authority. He has the final say. Who has the final say? Is that who is the man that declares a thing that makes it come to pass? It is only the Lord. It's the let all men be liars, including your daughters, and let God remain the truth. God's word is true. That is why he said, I have exonerated my word above myself. It means that whatever I have spoken, whatever I have said, my word will never return unto me void, but it will go and accomplish the purpose for which it was spoken. This morning, God has spoken his word in your life. And God says that whatever you are going through, the challenge the country is going through, the problems you are facing through, the challenges, the, 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 the difficulties, ah, the afflictions you have suffered, it is just temporary. It is not a conclusion. Since this morning, child of God, I want to tell you that your condition right now is not your conclusion. Yes. Pardon your head even as I close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for a wonderful exhortation you have given to us. You have shown us that we need to do, you have shown us what we need to do and uh, what we need to do anytime we are faced with the realities and uncertainties of life. Today we ask that you help us, O oh Lord, to continue to walk in your word because it is your will for us. We, as we live here, be with us until we meet again for another glorious service. Bless us abundantly and, and bind us together with one cord of love and make us never to be broken. We praise you and we glorify you now and forevermore in the name of Jesus. My friend, my brother, what a joy to come before you once again. And until we meet to again next week, may the peace of the Lord, through the name of our Savior Jesus Christ, dwell richly with you. In Jesus' name. Beloved, I also want to encourage you that tomorrow, I am tomorrow around 4 o'clock, I will be on uh, 1FM and I will be having a discussion. I will be interviewed. They will have a discourse on spiritual marriage. I will encourage all of you to tune in to 1FM tomorrow, Monday at 4 p.m. And uh, I want you to enjoy and I want you to learn and I want you to understand uh, the impact, what spiritual marriage is and the impact that it has in a person's life. Stay blessed and until we come your way next week, shalom. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you once again. God bless you. That's a powerful word of God for the man of God. Um, okay. Um, so that is going to be live on number one FM. Number one FM. Number one FM. Tomorrow 4 p.m. Just tune in, number one FM, and your life will never be the same.
God richly bless you for what 